welcome to For Good Measure, an interview series celebrating diverse composers and other creative artists, sponsored by a grant from the California Arts Council. I'm Nanette McGinnis, Artistic Executive Director of Ensemble for These Times. In this week's episode, we're joined by Don Norfleet, who we spoke to in January 2022. In addition to being a composer, you're also a flutist and a pianist. What was the timeline for these? Any standout experiences? How have all three influenced your musical path? Uh, the first time I, I sang harmony was when I was five years old. Um, my mother was in a um, choir with her sorority, Delta Sigma Theta. So they had a Delta Coraliers, and they invited family members to come along. So I remember, you know, having to sing a note and hold it while other people had to sing something else. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Um, so when I was in choir uh, in, at my school in the fourth grade, I went to public schools in LA County. And um, if there, if there was no harmony part, I would create one. Um, so at the same time, I started playing flute again in the public schools. So uh, fourth grade, um, there was a little orchestra, um, little black girls, little black boys, you know, playing Handel and Hatikva you know, um, and whatever, what else, whatever else was, was, uh, was yeah. set in front of us. Yeah. So, so um, then, you know, going into junior high, not middle school, um, I started improvising um, with the band. I mean, I, I, would, I would do it on my own, basically, um, and then playing at my grandmother's churches and stuff. Uh, and then going into to jazz in, the, uh, in high school. And I had to play the saxophone because flute players were discriminated against. Uh, you had to play. <laughs> you had to play something else. Uh, so I I picked up the saxophone just for high school, uh, in order to get in the jazz band. And so, um, so when I uh, when I went to college, when I start when I began college, music was the furthest thing from my mind. Uh, in terms of something to major in, but by the end of my sophomore year, you had to major in something. <laughs> so, like I'd taken all of these courses that I was like, eh, you know, I, I didn't take to music theory at all. <laughs> uh, but I thought, okay, I got to major in something, so I'll major in music. And um, then the next year, I was allowed to at my school, um, Wellesley College. We were allowed to you know, go to certain uh, other schools uh, and it would count uh, toward our, um, our graduation credits. So Wesleyan ha has had a very rich music program. And so I took jazz history, not jazz history, jazz uh, theory mm. and performance. And that's when all that music theory started making sense <laughs> to me because I, could, I had to play it, internalize it, play it in all the keys and hear it and improvise. So mm -hmm. um, now 
how I got into composition was um, well, I started I started writing music um, as a songwriter at age fifteen, singer songwriter. I'd clunk out chords on the piano and I would sing. Um, I didn't I didn't really write out a lot of things. Um, I could, but I just didn't because I thought, well, who's going to play it? So when I got in college. Um, I I, st- I I heard some 20th century um, composers, um, and I was just kind of fascinated by, like, wow, people are making melodies out of um, things that have no tonality, or <laughs> that's just atonal, or that's bleeps and blops, and all. And I, and, and I was kind of intrigued by that, so I started. Um, composing in that language. I never could really get into the whole um, tone roast thing, um, but a, a lot of times I would start with something and then I'd quickly leave it. So I'd say it's, I started doing that my second year in college. And then when I, um, then I um, went to this thing in the summer, the symposium, um, held at my college called the composers conference and I met you know all these amazing composers uh Mario Davidovsky uh John Adams and some of the fellows there who are now like um you know top in their field there was Tan Dun um Wright Ching um Chen Yi Jolong just all these people and I was just like really amazed. <laughs> and uh, so I decided, okay, this is what I want to do when I go to grad school. So um, I, I went to Columbia University and uh, got my master's in uh, composition. And, uh, and yeah, so after I finished my master's, I kind of um, turned my attention to ethnomusicology uh, for my P- for a PhD, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so wow, kind of a one eighty because my um, in ethnomusicology, my degree, uh, my focus was on African American music, specifically hip hop culture, underground hip hop culture. So that's what my dissertation is <laughs> is on. Thank you for listening to For Good Measure, and a special thank you to our guest. Don Norfleet for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast by clicking on the subscribe button and support us by sharing it with your friends, posting about it on social media, and leaving us a rating and a review. To learn more about E4TT, our concert season online and in the Bay Area, or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit us at www.e4tt.org. This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the California Arts Council and generous donors like you. Four Good Measures produced by Nanette McGinnis and Ensemble for These Times and designed by Brennan Stokes. With special thanks to audio engineer extraordinaire Stephanie Newman. Remember to keep supporting equity in the arts and tune in next week for Good Measure.